I like cute clothes. I like having stylish outfits and I hate shopping. Armoire makes getting dressed easier. Armoire is a clothing rental membership option. And Janet and I recently have both tried it out. And you guys, it is so much fun. You go to their website, you get to take a little quick style quiz, takes five minutes, and then you get presented a list of beautiful clothing, pictures, wonderful clothes that you can pick out and get delivered to your house for you to try and wear in the comfort of your own home without going out and determine what looks cute, put together outfits without investing a ton of money. Right now, our listeners can give Armoire a try and get up to 50% off your first month. That is up to $125 off. Just visit armoire.style slash envoys. That's armoire.style, A-R-M-O-I-R-E, dot style slash envoys to get 50% off your first month and never have to worry about what to wear again. Try armoire today. Welcome to On Boys, real talk about parenting, teaching, and reaching tomorrow's men. We're your co-hosts, Jennifer L.W. Fink of buildingboys.net and Janet Allison of boysalive.com. Happy birthday! Happy birthday to you! On Boys Podcast is now officially three years old. We have entered the toddler stage. And I don't know about you, but one thing that always stands out to me about three years old is that three-year-olds are way worse than two-year-olds. True. Uh Uh-oh. What does that mean for us? (laughs) I don't know. Maybe we're going to get into some trouble this next year. Some controversy? Hmm. Maybe. Maybe we will test our boundaries. Maybe we will do it myself. All those things that three year olds do. Oh boy. I'm excited. Jen, it's been such a ride through infancy and little babyhood. Right? Yeah. Right? I mean, you guys, we are just sort of looking at each other and beaming as you do when your child turns three and you look ahead. And you look at that person and it's amazing, this thing that you created and now is going out into the world. And I think for me, Janet, and I think for you as well, like that's the most beautiful thing. This On Boys podcast, which started as a little idea in our heads, has gone global. I know. To your credit, it was your idea to start with. Yes, but I could not have made this without you, just like I couldn't make my children all by myself. I needed help. (laughs) All right, we're not going to go down that road, but yes, indeed. Listeners, you know, I don't know if you know our backstory at all, but Jen and I connected a long time ago on the interwebs, as you do, and... uh, you know, I always admired her work with boys and she's a writer and I was like kind of in fangirl mode with her. And then she sent me an email in January of 2018. Hey, do you want to start a podcast? I don't know what made you send that email, Jen, but I'm sure glad you did. 
I think it was, you know, I podcasts were already a big enough thing. I was sort of hearing that podcasts were the next thing. Podcasts were kind of becoming what blogs were a long time ago. Um, this new way, this new way to communicate. Sounds so funny to say that about blogs now, doesn't it? Right. <laughs> this new way to communicate. And um I knew that if I was going to do a podcast on anything, it was going to be about boys. And I also knew there was no way I could do it by myself because I didn't have the skills or the knowledge. Uh, I knew from working with you previously on one webinar that you were techier than I am. And that's probably more because you are less fearful than I am. You're more like, yeah, I'll figure it out. (laughs) great quality to have in a partner, people. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. And I knew that you had the same passion that I did for the topic. And I knew enough about myself by that point in my life and in my career that I do a whole lot better if I have somebody else that I am accountable to. Yeah. And it would have been, there's no way, I'll just be straight. There is no way I could have kept this up a weekly podcast every week for three years straight on my own, I would have probably quit within six months. Yeah. Yeah. And that is truly the only way that we can do this as successfully as we have. And, you know, listeners, we have our, we have our system and that's what is great is we have this this system that Jen writes the show notes. I do the editing and we trust. And that's a huge thing. I think between us is that we trust each other we know each other's going to show up and you know what there are some there have been some times over the years when one of us actually couldn't show up due to life circumstances and that's when the other one steps up in a big way and makes things happen so it is a true trusting partnership and you know I'm going to just say it. We love each other. And I think that really comes across to our listeners, at least from the feedback that we get. Mm-hmm. I, as you were talking, there's lessons here that we can pull forward for listeners too, because it is so much like parenting, at least the way I parented. You know, I did not know what I was doing when I started. I thought I did. We all think that we did, right? (laughs) We all thought we knew what we were getting into when we had kids. And then you're faced with the messy reality of a child who doesn't necessarily respond the way the book said they would, or you have some issue in your life. So you don't respond the way the book said you would. And it's all so much more complicated than the articles that people like me write. And so you you muddle through and you're making it up as you go along. You mentioned our system. We did not have a system when we got started. No, we didn't. We really, we were like two, uh, two parents, not yet parents who look at each other and are like, you want to have a kid? Yeah. Seems <laughs> like a good time. And then, you know, you get pregnant and you sort of freak out because you realize, oh, wait, wait, I thought pregnancy was a good idea. Now we're going to have an actual child yeah. we have to take care of. <laughs> and our gestation, I do have to say, our gestation of our of our baby podcast was uh, about two months. Awfully quick. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> What's been interesting to me, so I dug in. I'm a research person, longtime listeners, you know that. I, I love like, that about her. I oh kind of like stats a little bit <laughs> because I'm a research person. So 
We are now total downloads. Are you ready? How our many? Total, total downloads for our three years. We are over 465,000 downloads. Wow. We will cross half a million downloads this year. No doubt in my mind. Half but, a million. That sounds amazing. But here is the super interesting thing. And listeners, hang in because you played such a big part in that. In the last year, so from March 2020 to March 2021, you guys are probably listening in April because it takes us a while. Um, in the last year, we have had almost 314,000 downloads. Wow. In the last year, On Boys episodes were downloaded twice as many times as all the downloads we had in our first two years. Wow. That's momentum, baby. That's momentum. That is a three-year-old who has realized he can run. (laughs) And jump and do all the things. Yes. 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 Obviously, our last year, like your last year, listeners, has been a bit interesting. Uh, At this time last year, like, there was a little bit of, so there's this pandemic going on. Huh. Wonder how this is going to affect our lives. Mm -hmm. Remember that? I do remember that. And definitely remember thinking, a couple of weeks. We can do this for a couple of weeks. We can, you know, stock up on groceries and toilet paper for a couple of weeks. We can homeschool or unschool our kids for a couple of weeks. I was in a conference last weekend, an online parenting journalism conference, and I was struck by the fact that we, I was in a little breakout group and we were talking on Zoom. So we're all parents, a parenting journalism conference, and people are talking about, you know, whose kids are still home, learning from home, blah, 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 and all the other things that we're doing while we're attending this conference because again it's a parenting journalism conference so everybody's you know taking kids places listening while their kids at horseback riding all the things and it struck me how normal it was to be talking to these parents from all around the country and the world yeah my kids still home this kids still home like if you had told us that a year ago yeah. that nearly every parent you know was going to be trying to figure out how to work from home and how to keep their kids engaged in education. And now it sounds like, well, yeah, of course we're all doing that. It is extraordinary Mm -hmm. what we have managed to accomplish. Not us with the podcast. I'm talking what we as individuals and as parents have managed to accomplish in the last year. Yeah, yeah. And uh, we were actually talking about this in my mom's group yesterday and recognizing you know, everything that we have done and what really came out so clearly was this lack of, well, let me put it this way. So in, in other times in our history, World War II, other times when there were, you know, the first pandemic in the 1900s, um, there was community, there was family. You were probably living close to your grandparents, if not having Uh multi-generational homes and communities. And there was that support. And this feeling amongst these women in this mom's group was just so much about 
we're doing it on our own. We're doing it without grandparents, without a collective that is supporting us. And that's made it even more dramatic, more stressful, more exhausting, all the things. And, you know, I I mean, I would love to think that by not having had this community, when we come out of this year, that we look for it that we intentionally create it because we know that we need that as a safety net, as mental health, as just well-being that we have that. And I hope in some small way that our podcast has kind of been that friend, that companion, that uh, voice of community and, you know, hope. We always try to offer some hope and uh, just knowing that we're here and we've, we hear you and we've got you. And of course, we always invite our listeners to reach out to us. We love to hear from our listeners. We do. We really do. One of the things that I think disturbs me a little bit at this point in the pandemic, in in history, where we're at in the world, like we're a year into this, we have had and heard all kinds of conversations about, you know, what's happened with education and that what's working and not working for our kids. This lack of support that our families feel, this lack of a a net, any kind of a net to catch us and help us. Like raising children is extremely challenging and important. And parents need support to be able to do that job well. And you're right, we are part of that support, but come on. Everybody needs more than a podcast for support. And we've had these conversations about mental health and how important mental health is and that we need to pay attention to that before academics. And I have to say, I'm a little fearful and disappointed that I I don't think this is going to translate into the social and societal changes that we need. I think it's going to be too much. We go back to the way things were. And we just keep standardized testing and we just keep working and parents see now childcare is open. So you're fine. I got to say, I hope you're wrong. I hope I'm wrong too. I I really hope I'm wrong. I hope you're wrong. And I really feel like we have, this has challenged us to look at every single part of the fabric of our society and our world. And, um, and, and I do think it's up to the individual, to the listeners to say, you know, I, I know some of our listeners are saying, you know what, I'm not going back to school. My kid's happy at home. And other listeners are saying, you know what, we're going back to school, but we're also recognizing we have more we have more autonomy. I actually have mm. more connection to how my son is learning now. And we're going to opt out of that program, or we're going to choose this instead of that. And and hopefully this year has given a new awareness in that place, especially education, where we used to kind of just turn it over and um, imagine hope that our school Mm. districts understood our boys, our teachers understood our boys. I've worked with educators for 20 years, and I can tell you many of them do not understand our boys and how boys, many boys learn. And so now it's like, okay, parents, you actually have watched your son 
implode or succeed and where he, you know, where he has his strengths, where he has his weaknesses. And now it's time for you to use that knowledge and work within, if you choose to go back to a school system, work within that system. And I think the system is aware enough now. I hope that they're like, okay, yeah, we don't have this all figured out, people. You know, you're right. The changes are going to come from the bottom up. They are going to come from the individual family level. And these um, communities that we have had to create while we couldn't necessarily be together in person. So online communities, your Facebook group, Boys Alive, my Facebook group, Building Boys, our listeners, the mom groups that you have created, all these connections that we made because we (laughs) didn't have our regular stuff. um, These conversations can continue and we as parents can start advocating for change. It starts in our homes, it spreads to our schools, it spreads in our communities. And I know I am an idealist. It's come across on this podcast very clearly in the past, but we can create that revolution. We had we had a whole episode with uh, Charles Corpru about your revolution. And we parents, especially moms of boys, I so strongly think we are well positioned to help lead that revolution and get it going. Yeah, yeah. And I got to say too, if you do not feel like you are resourced enough to be the revolution today, it's okay. There's a million other moms out there that are ready. And so not to add any more to your plate. And if you're tired and you're stretched and all the things, it's like, it's okay. Take a pause, <laughs> tag out. It's okay. Cause we've Listeners, got you. I can make you feel so much better. We are recording this in mid-March because we're celebrating on boy's birthday, on boy's anniversary. And you know what? My Christmas tree is still up in my living room. The beads are off. Some of the ornaments are off. And here is why. Because I would rather work on this podcast, because I have been working on a book about raising boys that will be out later this year. And because when I'm not doing those things and actively chauffeuring my children and raising my children, you know what? I would rather lay on the couch with a book than take down the Christmas tree. All right. You go, Jen. Priorities. You're such a rebel. Rebel girl. (laughs) At this point, my house will likely go on the market later this year. My husband and I bought a home together uh, in the past year as well. At this point, I'm entertaining the idea of leaving it up. And then when people come look at the house, you can be like, imagine how lovely it will be to celebrate the holidays here. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. And I think that's such a good point of just like, give yourselves a break, listeners. Just give yourselves a break on. And I think that is too what this year has, has done for a lot of people is shifted our expectations. I know there was a lot around the holidays and how it's going to look. And I mean, I heard people saying, you know, usually I'm, I'm, well, I'll, I'll confess we were on the pickleball court and one of the moms was saying, you know, I'm usually, it was Christmas Eve day. And she's like, I'm, I'm usually home making dinner for 35 people. Well, I'm not, I'm out here playing pickleball. So 
life is good. So that it is that changing expectation. And it's like, okay, next holiday, you can choose what you want to add back in and leave out what you want to leave out. And I think that goes for every single day. I want to acknowledge that it's not that easy all the time in practice. And I'm guessing that we all have uh, stuff that has happened over the last year that was unpleasant. Um, and some of that is going to linger. You know, relationships have been affected. Some relationships have become strained. Some have become damaged. Some are dealing with lingering health issues, financial issues. And, you know, pretty much everybody I know, not everybody, some people got fit and healthy during this pandemic. But, Janet, I'm not one of them. I fell back a step on fitness. This episode is sponsored by By Heart. Babies need to eat. And whether you breastfeed or bottle feed, use formula, combine all of the above, you need options. We wanted to let you know about By Heart Baby Formula. By Heart has a patented protein blend that gets the closest to breast milk. It includes two of the most abundant proteins in breast milk. And Byheart actually ran a clinical trial comparing their formula to a leading infant formula and proved that babies on Byheart have softer poops, less spit up, and easier digestion. Byheart is also the only U.S.-made infant formula to use organic, grass-fed whole milk. So if you need baby formula for your baby, consider Byheart. New customers can get 10% off your first order by using code onboys at byheart.com. That's B-Y-H-E-A-R-T dot com slash podcast. And it is 10% off your first order. Byheart.com slash podcast. This is a limited time offer and additional terms and conditions may apply. One of the most challenging things about being a woman at midlife is realizing how little people understand about perimenopause and menopause, Janet. I just had a conversation with my sister about that this weekend. She is 10 years younger than me, so I'm 51, she's 41, and she went to ask her healthcare provider, hey, can you provide me some information? And she got information, but she was frustrated by how incomplete it seems, how little we know, and how for way too many people, the answer seems to be, yep, that's the way it is. Deal with it. Mm-hmm. Deal with it. And not only are our mamas out there having to deal with perimenopause, likely at this age, but many of our moms are dealing with their sons entering or in puberty, which is kind of nature's irony, which is, oof. Cruel joke, Janet. Cruel joke. Cruel joke. Thankfully, thankfully, Increasingly, there are those who are recognizing that women need and deserve competent care and treatment for perimenopause and menopausal symptoms. And we know that can still be harder to access than it should be, which is why we have partnered with Winona. Winona helps women who are dealing with menopause or perimenopause. Winona is a collection of OBGYN health professionals who believe that your symptoms are important, real, and deserve to be taken seriously. 
telehealth. You can access care from your home when it is convenient for you. Visit buywinona.com today to start your free visit with free U.S. shipping and the ability to pause or cancel at any time. Your path to wellness has zero obligations. Use the code ONBOYS at buywinona.com for 25% off your first order. That's B-Y-W-I-N-O-N-A dot com slash ONBOYS. Winona, menopause care made easy. I gained some pounds and it's okay for right now. You know, it's okay. It is all okay. And I do want to also acknowledge, I know that our listeners have been affected by loss. You likely know someone or someone of someone who has passed this year. And I think, and even if you didn't know someone directly, it is a collective grief that we are also navigating and so on those days and in those moments when you just are unfocused or you're sad or you're angry and yelling at your kids, all the things, there is this overlay of this collective grief that we also need to acknowledge and recognize, you know, our systems, our nervous systems are in heightened stress. Yeah. Even if we turn off the news, it's in, it's palpable. It's walking out of your house with a mask on, looking at people with masks on, that even that little bit causes your cortisol, your adrenaline to spike. And we're living with that constantly and kind of normalizing that and recognizing, yeah, no wonder we are, our sleep is disrupted or we're crankier with our kids, all the things. And it's okay. You know, before we started recording, uh, you and I were conversing, as we often do. As we do. We're going to come back to this because we'll share a little bit of our personal lives with you because this is what Janet and I do as well to facilitate and build our relationship. But you were talking about, um, you recently dealt with a tough situation and the adrenaline. You had the adrenaline going and it was like you you just had to get home before that adrenaline dropped off and you crashed. Mm -hmm. And I think that so many of us, have been running on adrenaline and those stress hormones for so much of this year. I just wrote myself a note and I wrote self-care. And I think this is something that we on our podcast and in our lives and listeners, I want you to really deliberately think about as we traverse through this next year, we all need to put a little bit of extra emphasis and attention on self-care because Lord was this a stressful year. Mm-hmm. And that can be as easy as taking your vitamins, which I haven't been doing and I need to get back to. I'm I'm figuring you're going to put the Haya Health ad right in there. Oh, maybe. Have we told you about Haya Health, dear listeners? Haya Health, great vitamins for your kids. And OnBoys has a special discount code. So HayaHealth.com slash OnBoys. Receive 50% off your first order. There you go. That is a major accomplishment for us over the last year as well. I want to acknowledge some of the things that we have achieved both in the podcast 
and in our separate business lives related to the podcast and in our personal lives, uh, we've done more work with sponsors this year, Janet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And listeners, you know, I know that ads are kind of, oh, geez, here we go. But I'll tell you what, it helps us to have a little income from the ads and we are only sharing things that we have approved of. So know that you can trust our recommendations. We are easily putting in what more than f- probably five hours a piece on this podcast a week. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of time. So yes. we're trying to keep this sustainable for ourselves. Other things that we did this year, we had our first on boys interactive, Janet. We had yes. two, I believe, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is a um, interactive session. We get on Zoom with you, our dear listeners, and we have a little content and then we have Q&A. And I love it so much. And I know you do too, Jen, of just being able to see your faces and chat with you and let you know that we're real people if you haven't figured that out yet. And it's and we just love to be able to see you and interact. It's been really fun and we will keep doing those, keep watching for those throughout the year. And separately, like we've done some pretty cool things. Your coaching has really taken off this year. And I think related to the podcast, like you are working with people all around the world. I love this so much. Yes, I am a family coach and my work has gone global. I have uh, clients in Prague, Australia, and Canada, as well as the US. So if you're out there wondering what the heck I'm going to do with these boys, then just reach out to me and we'll get on the phone and talk. And you can just send me an email at Janet at boysalive.com. And I also am hosting several mom groups and I love these groups because they're about, uh, there's specific age ranges. So two to seven, eight to 11, 12 to 17. So we can really focus on the developmental stages of the boys. And as you and I both know, a lot of the work isn't around the boys. It's around ourselves as oh, women, yes. as mothers. And and again, this community that develops, It's we meet every other week for six months. So we get connected and it's just, it's so beautiful to watch how we support each other and receive support. And again, if you are interested in being a part of these very small, intimate groups, Janet at boysalive.com, just reach out, put mom's group in the subject. To have a safe place with a group of people who are all there for the same reason, and you can honestly share what your parenting challenges are, major benefit of this podcast for me has been that Janet and I tend to record every week. And so before we get on off it, I'm like, Janet, you are not going to believe what I'm dealing with now. Because even though I have been parenting boys for 20 plus years, I still get slammed with situations. And I'm like, I don't know what to do about this. Yeah. I love our morning check-ins before we record. It's definitely a a grounding place for us, for me. I'm quite proud over the last year as well. I reached a major life and professional goal. I signed book contracts. Did you plural. hear the plural, plural. on the end of that? Contracts. <laughs> Yay, Jen. 
I wrote the first one already. Uh, this summer, I should have a book coming out that as of the moment is tentatively titled The First Time Mom's Guide to Raising Boys, which I'll be honest is a bit of a misnomer because what it really is, is a first time mom's guide to raising tween boys. So it's tackling that tween stage. I will share so much more when this is out, but I did get to see um, a a version of it yesterday. (gasps) We're going through and, you know, correcting like typos. Oh, it says- that's it like says, seeing the ultrasound. It Jen. sort of is. It right? sort of is. <laughs> Except for this is very much a grainy 2D ultrasound. We haven't gotten to the beautiful 3D ultrasound <laughs> yet. And I just had a phone conversation yesterday with the woman who will be the editor for my book about raising boys, which the title will likely change over the years. And this one probably won't be out until it could very well be 2023 because publishing is slow, but Mm -hmm. it's going to be out there at listeners. And this is, this will be the manual to the revolution. I am so excited, Jen. This is awesome. So good. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Now we're going to get light for a little bit. One of the things that I have found endlessly (laughs) fascinating over the last year and listeners, go to our show notes. You can follow along and you can see this, but because of the pandemic, because of the lockdowns, because of the shutdowns, our hair has changed a lot (laughs) over the last year. (laughs) No, guys, I have no clue what she's going to bring up. So I, this is as surprising to me as it is to you. (laughs) I looked back. I wanted to know what we did on our second birthday last year, right? Janet's dying. You guys, So I looked at the show notes and, you know, a little more than a year ago, I had my hair cut in a really cute pixie haircut. I had gone the shortest I'd been in probably 20 years. And if I, (laughs) if I may say, I looked really cute, but that haircut requires getting, you know, your haircut say every six weeks or Mm -hmm. so that was impossible. Janet, your hair was a whole lot shorter when we started this a year ago as well. It was definitely a whole lot shorter. All I'm saying is if you want to track how the pandemic treated us, go (laughs) scroll through the show notes and you will see the weeks go by. Oh man, Jen. (laughs) What other things, personal life things that happened in the last year? Um, you, You had a daughter that was going to get married in a much more traditional setting than what ended up happening. She was going to get married in April with just, you know, small gathering, maybe 20, 25 people. And that didn't happen. And finally, by about May, she said, you know, we are still going to live our lives. We're getting married. So they found a officiant and a photographer and a beautiful, beautiful field. And the two of them had the most intimate and magnificent wedding that I, it was, I mean, to look at the pictures and to look at their faces, it's like, yeah, maybe this is the way marriages are supposed to be done because they had no outside stressors. It was completely just the two of them focused on each other. And of course, the marriage versus the wedding. Yes. Absolutely. And, you know, not worrying about auntie whoever who was going to show up and, you know, cause whatever. Uh 
And of course, we were going to have a big party to celebrate later on in the summer, and that didn't happen. That's not going to happen until 2022, which maybe, I don't know, maybe we'll be celebrating a baby too, but I don't know. Wouldn't that be cool? I know, to be a grandma. I can't wait. I can't wait. And they're already. Please join me. I've Janet, I've already told <laughs> Janet this, but please join me in hoping that that the first grandbaby at least that Janet has is a little boy because that will give us all <laughs> kinds of material going forward. Right? That'd be great. Yeah, so I have a wonderful new son-in-law and I'm just thrilled. I I just adore him and um and they're moving to the West Coast. So that makes me really happy. One of the things that I know was hard for you during the pandemic, during the lockdowns, is you're in Portland and your daughters were over on the East Coast in Baltimore. And sure, they're grownups. Sure, they're independent and they can handle their lives. But it's really hard to be apart from family. Yeah, Yeah, it was hard. So that was a wonderful thing that happened this year. And we hit a big milestone at my house last week. And it was so striking to me, my third son turned 18, which means I can no longer say I have boys at home. True. I have one minor child remaining. You guys, I have been parenting children, children, plural, for so long that it is blowing my mind. (laughs) <laughs> that I'm down to one minor child. We celebrated Adam's birthday um, a couple days late due to, you know, life happens and whatever. So we celebrated late and uh, just had, you know, burgers and ice cream cake. And he had his his girlfriend and a very close friend over. And we're all gathered around the kitchen table. And, I, and it's a full table, you know, and I look around and I'm like, Sam, you're the only child here. <laughs> Everybody else is a legal adult. He's like, thanks, mom, for pointing that out. That is exactly what he said. (laughs) (laughs) Having never met Sam, I feel like I've gotten to know know him quite well over the years. And uh, my Sam, my baby, starts driver's ed this Sunday, which is a huge milestone in all of our lives. Um, This child was born to drive, first of all. He's not going to be a NASCAR driver, but driving and equipment, when he was little, he was the kid, and my mom still remembers this. He would take his tractors back and forth and back and forth on my mom's carpet, making his fields. And you had to be very careful where you stepped, of course. Sam has always been all about moving and equipment, and he's the one that's got the, the lawn mowing business. And now him getting his driver's license is key. Remember this house that I mentioned that we bought? Well, that house is about 12 miles from here and his lawn clients are here. So this child needs to get his driver's license so I can live with my husband. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) But it's going, it's going to happen. And I think we all need to take these moments. We're doing it right now for our podcast and we're doing it a little bit personally, but listeners, I encourage you to take, take a moment and just reflect on the past year certainly acknowledge the hard parts. Mm -hmm. Acknowledge your survival through those hard parts. The fact that any of us are still here and making progress towards our overall goals, whether those are professional goals or raising decent humans, Mm -hmm. that is powerful. That speaks powerfully to how much we care 
and how resilient we can be. Take a moment to acknowledge all of those things and then to celebrate and measure the progress that you've made. I know sometimes I am so heads down into the work, I barely know what day it is anymore. And so I need these moments to look up and be like, wow, I have three adults. I have raised three babies to adulthood and they're all pretty functioning, decent human beings. Right on, right on. Yep. So looking at those moments that, hey, I did good. Or I did good enough. Good enough. What are you looking forward to in the next year? What are some things that you would like On Boys Podcast to do in the next year? Of course, grow. Could we double? Could we double our growth from this I year? I so want to. Listeners, is- you can help us here. Please. I know you love us. And I don't mean to sound arrogant on that. But those of you who listen regularly, you tell us you love us please share the podcast with your friends. You know, the next time you're at the playground with another mom who's complaining about whatever her kid's dealing with, hey, have you heard about this podcast? Please tell other people about us. And share it on social media, of course. Oh, we yeah. know that that, oh yeah, that, that really does help. And share it with your school district, share it with your parenting groups, all the things. Because, you know, people don't know until they know. Uh, right. So that is, that, that, that can be your biggest gift to us this year is to help us grow our podcast. And, you know, I'm just looking forward to, we, we don't know who our guests will be in the year to come. We, looking back at this past year, we've had amazing people on the show. And I just feel so proud of, of who, who we've talked with and the information we've been able to bring to you. And so I'm going to say, I'm going to say this right here. I don't know if I've said this to you, Jen. Long time goal. Mm -hmm. Do you think we could get Brene Brown to come on our show? Yeah. I think it's worth trying. I know. I said that to somebody and they said, well, why don't you get on her show? So maybe we could do a like show swap, like, you know show swap. So listeners, if anyone knows Brene Brown and wants to do a like, you know, personal introduction, again, Janet at boysalive.com, just reach on out and we'll make it happen. You know, big name person that I thought of, and I think I did tell you this a few months ago, was Glennon Doyle. Um, I read her book Untamed earlier this year. And in her book, there is a chapter where she's recognizing that we as a society have not grappled with the challenges that our boys face, that, hey, our boys face challenges. And I had reached out to her at the time because while I was working on my book and, you know, hey, if you want to endorse my book, that would be great, Glennon Doyle. Mm-hmm, yeah. But that's, a, that's another thing I want to follow up on. And listeners, I want you to be thinking as well. You know, we've covered lots and lots of topics over three years, but what's going on in your life? Who are some experts that you would like us to talk to? Think big. We are. Yeah. You know, think of experts, think of topics, feel free to send us ideas because ultimately this is your podcast. Take us home, Janet. <laughs> oh, Jen, I just got to say, I just love you and appreciate you and admire you. And I am so glad to be on this ride with you. I cannot think of a better place to be. I love, I, I know that I've, 
when I email you sometimes, and we've said this many times of just, I love us. I love us. So <laughs> there are so many times where we email each other basically the same thing at almost the same time. I sent Janet an email yesterday. The first line was, are we crazy? <laughs> <laughs> because we are scheduled to record four podcast episodes this week. Yeah, we're crazy, but we love it. We're doing what we love. And we hope that comes across to you listeners. And we just send you our best. And thank you for being with us and celebrating with us this third birthday of On Boys Parenting Podcast. I hope that someday, this isn't the right year, but someday I want to have a party with actual cake, not the cupcake you show me in pictures that I don't get to eat. Actual cake with some listeners in a gathering. Let's make that a goal some year for our anniversary. Wouldn't that be great? How yes. about next year? Fingers crossed. All right. Okay, dear listeners, thank you so much for being part of the On Boys community. We love you. We love you. Thanks for joining On Boys. Real talk about parenting, teaching, and reaching tomorrow's men. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.